What an exciting day. Amen. Amen. It's exciting. It's a pleasure to serve God. It's so exciting. So I have to give honor to him who is my life. Amen. I gave him my whole heart. All of it. Amen. I belong to him. I just want you to know that. Amen. So, Lord, I just thank you for all that you're doing in my life. Give an honor to Bishop Clark and Elder Clark and all the bishops and elders and ministers and <laughs> evangelists. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a great cloud of witnesses. Amen. What a great cloud of witnesses. Amen. The table is set so beautifully, isn't it? Beautiful table. Amen. I got a uh, sister Deborah, Elder Vic's sister. But you know, you know why I, I, I said that is because she inspired this word, and I forgot until I saw her. I looked over there and saw her, and I said, "She's the one who inspired this." So it's only fitting that he set her at the table. <laughs> God is something else. Amen. It's amazing. He do mighty things. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. So, Lord, as I decrease and you increase, Lord, you have your way with your servant today. I thank you again for allowing me to serve your people. One more time. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I let the, the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight today, Lord. As you take control of my oracles, Lord, and thank you for preparing the people's heart, Lord, to receive your word. And not only just be hearers of the word only, <laughs> you got to hear and do. That's what the Bible says. Happy is the man that hear and do it. Amen. So I was listening to that beautiful praise song that I praise queen will sing him and at the end it said build your hopes on things eternal hold on get that right there in your spirit i wrote it down some things i just don't want to miss it i said i gotta write that down right now oh my god my god my god what an exciting day baptizing and just whew. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's like that thousand tongues that Minister Drake Howard's talking. Just we just can't praise him enough. I want to I want to get going, but I just want to keep praising him. <laughs> Amen. What's the time, uh, Bishop? All right, I'm going to say something to this young man because I wanted to hear his song. Amen. But we got to be out here at 1230, right? I'm going to have to get it the next time, man. The guy, I know you were sitting on him. I love his songs. I really do. I love his spirit. Amen. But I got to get to a bit much here, man, of God. So let me be about the business of my father's kingdom. Amen. Amen. So last week, saints of God, we talked about things that go on in the background. 
And what's going in the, on on the background, saints, is just so important. Amen. It's even more important than what you can see. See, that's tough right there. Say, what? What's going in the background is more important than what I could see? <laughs> but it's true, saints of God. I like in the background to faith. Because you can't see what's going on in the background or behind the scenes. Amen. Amen. However, you can see the results of it. <laughs> but you don't see what caused it. All the things that happened in the background. Amen. Amen. And we talked about this last week, but I'm going to take you out deeper in the teaching today. I, I wasn't before Everlasting Love, so they didn't get a chance to hear it. So I'm going to kind of recap it, and then we're going to launch out into the deep. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'll put them my life jackets on. Some of y'all afraid to go in the deep. Hmm? <laughs> Hope you can swim. <laughs> Amen. Because <laughs> we're going to launch out there today. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This message today fits so perfect with the baptisms that we'll be performing later today after the service. And I thought about it when I was speaking it last week. I said, now next week really be the week for this word that I'm speaking this week. Because it's going to clear a lot of things up. Amen. <laughs> okay, this is what I need you all to remember. It's really two worlds. Okay? <laughs> it's the physical world which you can see. Amen? Oh, look at the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. It's two worlds. It's the physical world which you can see. Then it's the spiritual world which you cannot see with your physical eyes. Amen. Amen. The spiritual world is accessed by faith. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's seen and accessed by born again believers. They can see it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and faith is similar to the background because you cannot see it. See, it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen you can't see it however we got physical evidence or results but we didn't see what went on in the background to bring it to pass so it can manifest amen, amen. so when we hope for things saints especially in the will of God they may require things which you cannot see to bring them to pass amen Oh, thank you, Jesus. So these things can manifest. Amen? Oh, praise God. See, when we hope for things, especially those things in the will of God, that's what ha happens. Things happen in the background. Amen? Behind the scenes. See, it's really the unseen controlling the scene. That's what it is. Amen? You believe it in the spirit, and it manifests in the natural. Amen. And things are going on in the background that you just can't see. 
These are spiritual things, again, activated by faith. Amen. It's who we really are when we're born of the spirit. See, it's the spiritual world. You have to be born again to see it. Amen. All right, let's prove that in the scriptures. Enough with me talking, right? Let's get down to business. Turn in your Bible to John chapter 3. And we're going to start at verse 3. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to say hello to Elder Macaulay and his wife. I haven't seen them in service in so long, and they came to visit me. Praise God. What a pleasant surprise. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I was just talking about how beautiful God had set the table. Amen. (laughs) And he wasn't finished. (laughs) <laughs> I think God was saying, I'm just getting started. I've seen a whole bunch of beautiful folks walk in with the Spirit of God on them. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Our God is something else, isn't he? You all in John chapter 3? Okay, let's look at verse 3. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. (laughs) Now, you know what verily, verily means? Truly. (laughs) For certain. Telling you something that's for sure right now. Right out of Jesus' mouth. Amen. So Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, who was a ruler of the Jews. (laughs) He was telling him, if you want to see God's kingdom, you got to be born again. See, and what I'm saying is in order to see the invisible things going on in the background from heaven, you have to be born again. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I want to just show you today really how to get the background working in your favor. Amen. Look at verse four. It says, Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He didn't understand, and many don't understand things they cannot see today. Many folks don't understand things they can't see. They walk by sight. Amen. We walk by faith. We don't lean on our own understanding. (laughs) Oh, amen. See, it's a world that we cannot see controlling what we can see. Say amen to that. (laughs) Look at verse 5. Jesus answered, verily, verily, here we go again. I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. See, the water is a natural birth. You come from your mom's womb through a sack of water. They call it the water bag. It's a natural birth. Amen. But Jesus is saying you also need a spiritual birth to enter into the kingdom of God. God is a spirit, saints of God. Amen. And when you invite him to dwell inside of you, 
It's a birth. It's a new life which everyone can see. Oh, I'm going to bless you with this one. It's the unseen controlling the seen. <laughs> see, the kingdom of God now lives in you. And it's visible. People can see it. <laughs> they, they look at you like, he acting peculiar. <laughs> see, you're peculiar people. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Amen. And they can see it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 6. That which is born of flesh, of the flesh, is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. See, along with our fleshly birth to get us here, to be legal in this earth, see, you need one of these bodies. That's why Jesus came. See, he just didn't come out of heaven. He took on one of these. So he could be legal in earth. Amen. But in addition to that, we must be born of the spirit as well. That's why he was born of the spirit. Huh? He wasn't born of Joseph, his mom's estranged husband, her, her husband, it was, they were about to be married. That's not the father. God. He's the father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Flesh is just flesh, saints, but spirit is spirit, and it's privy to a whole new invisible world, the kingdom of God. Look at verse 7. Jesus is telling them, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. He said, don't marvel at that. <laughs> don't, don't be tripping on things you can't see. That's what he's telling them. Don't marvel at that. Then he gives them an earthly illustration in verse 8. Look at verse 8. He says, the wind bloweth where it listeneth, and thou hearest the wind thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. <laughs> see, when you're born of the Spirit, saints, people can see the results of God working in your life, <laughs> but they don't understand how you got to that place. <laughs> Isn't he the one with all them sons in the world? because <laughs> they didn't see it amen <laughs> they don't understand the unseen controlling the seeing you're peculiar to them amen look at verse 9 Nicodemus answered and said unto him how can these things be <laughs> Nicodemus still didn't get, get it even after Jesus gave him that earthly illustration he said how can that be <laughs> beloved listen to me you got to get this because it's important for your future yes, sir. amen teach it, teach it. How do, what's that saying don't believe your lying eyes <laughs> we walk by faith yes. amen the unseen is controlling the seen what's going on in the background is awesome Woo, Lord if you all can only see what's going on in the background <laughs> Look at verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel? <laughs> and knowest not these things? Wow. Think of that, saints of God. You would be shocked of some of the positions people hold in this world today. They don't understand this basic principle I'm telling you right now. 
They don't know. They, they be like, what is he talking about? The unseen controlling the sea. Born again. <laughs> What's really going on in the background? Look at verse 11. Here we go again. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and you receive not our witness. Jesus is saying, I'm telling you what I know and what I have seen and you won't receive it. See, born again is what he know and have seen. That had to be hard for Jesus because Nicodemus knew by the miracles he saw Jesus perform that Jesus was a teacher from God. Because he said that in verse 2. He's, and he also, and also in verse 2 it said Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. Why did he do that, saints? Huh? Because that's a true sign of an unbeliever. <laughs> you don't want people to see you going to Jesus. <laughs> really? <laughs> Once you're born again, you want everybody to know. You're spreading the word. <laughs> There's no doubt in you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you are a new creature. But Nicodemus, he wouldn't receive it. He didn't believe it. Amen. All right, let's look at verse 12. It says, if I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? <laughs> if you don't even believe what you can see. <laughs> Remember, Jesus gave him that earthly illustration of the wind. He said, if you don't even believe what you can see. <laughs> Jesus is making it clear. If I tell you some earthly things and you don't believe it, how in the world can I tell you something heavenly and you believe it? See, some are caught up in this world system so bad, they just have to see it to believe it. Not so in God's kingdom. You have to believe it first, then it will manifest in the natural. It's just the opposite. Faith is not seen. It's in the background working. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The actual faith is not seen, but the results are clearly seen. Say amen to that, saints. See, it's hard to understand something you can't see, but you can see. <laughs> what is it? Seeing the unseen. Can you see the unseen? <laughs> I can see it, but I can't see it. That's hard to understand. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But here's the beautiful thing. Once you're born again, we all have it. We have that same spirit of faith. And I want to look at that quickly. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Let's look at this right here. It says, we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. See, we all in Christ who are born again have the same spirit of faith. Yes. <laughs> it's written. We believe it and we also speak it. That's what the scripture is saying. Verse 13, verse 14 is saying this. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. <laughs> We all have the same spirit, saints, that raised up Jesus. Say amen to that. Amen. And the promise is that God, who is that spirit, is going to raise us up by Jesus and present us all. That's 
Now, for sake of time, I went through a bunch of other scriptures last week, but for sake of time this week, I'm going to skip and go right to the punchline, which is verse 18. So go down to 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 18. And then I want to take you deeper in some unseen things. Amen. All right. Deeper and deeper. 18. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, uh-oh, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen, that's why we walk by faith. That's why we do it. Amen. The things which are seen, the physical, the things which are not seen, the spiritual. The, see, the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen, forever. <laughs> so again, I say things that are not seen are far more important than the things you can see. Amen. So many times in scriptures we're told not to look at the things of earth which pass away. See, the earth and everything in it is going to pass away. Even the earth itself. It's all temporary nature. But this again is speaking of the flesh and the spirit, saints. Flesh represents all that you can see with the physical eye. The spirit is not seen with the physical eye. The spirit is the hope of mankind. Faith is spirit. We have faith that all that God promised us, he's going to do it. That's our faith. He can't lie. Amen. He has to do what he said he's going to do. He cannot lie. The scripture said, I am not a man that I should lie. He can't do it. Well, why isn't it working in some people's lives? Because they don't believe it. <laughs> they have no faith. They don't believe it. They're like Nicodemus. How can this be? <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So what's our marching order, saints? To pursue God, Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the souls of men. That is what should consume the believer, the things you cannot see. Are you hearing me? I just named all those things you cannot see. Amen. But I said I wanted to take you deeper, right? Deeper than last week. So here's the bonus. Give me that bonus graphic, Kimmy. I like bonuses. Don't y'all like bonuses? <laughs> when you're on your job and they say, we're going to give you a bonus. <laughs> like what? Another check? I'm going to bless y'all with a bonus. My, my graphic is not working, huh? I didn't add it? Oh, he, he opened the wrong one. But that's okay. We're going with that. It's okay. That's okay. Here we go. I'm going to give you the bonus. Turn in your Bibles to 2 Kings, chapter 6. I want to clearly show you how the unseen is controlling the scene. I want you to see this clearly. Thanks, Sister Deborah, for that message that she so beautifully text over. <laughs> Praise God. It blessed my soul. I got up immediately. I say, this done shook something up in me. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Second Kings 6, you all ready? Look at verse 8. It says, Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. Okay. So the king of Syria is warring against Israel and letting his servants know where the camp will be. Amen. Let me just give you this right now. It's not a good idea to fight against God's people. I just want to say that. That's not a good idea. <laughs> Praise God. Look at verse 9. And the same, and the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware, thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. <laughs> now, the man of God is talking about in this case is Elisha. Amen. <laughs> And he warned the king of Israel that the Syrians were coming for him. How did he know that anyway? <laughs> he knew, huh? There you go. You can see, the man of God can see the spirit. <laughs> Amen. All right, look at verse 10. It says, and the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him, and warned him of, and saved himself there, there, not once nor twice. Man of God. So the king was listening. He said, and he saved himself. He listened to the man of God, not once, but nor twice, a few times. <laughs> Listen to the man of God saying, you saved yourself a few times. Amen. Look at verse 11. It says, therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore trouble for this thing and he called his servants and said unto them will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel so the king of Syria is upset saying to God and he's saying which one of you all are betraying me amen who's snitching our plans to the king of Israel that's what the king of Syria is saying somebody in a camp is a snitch amen because how does he know <laughs> Look at verse 12. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. Wow. <laughs> he see that unseen world. Huh? <laughs> Elisha sees the unseen world. And he's protecting Israel. Uh -huh. Amen. And that's what they're telling the king of Syria. They say, we're not doing it. It's that, it's that prophet that's in Israel. Amen. <laughs> it's not us just betraying you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the man of God can see in the spirit of saints. Everybody say amen, can that? He can seriously see what's going on behind the scenes. Please know that. Look at verse 13. And he said... Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. So the king of Syria wants to find out where Elisha is so he can go and get him. Right. Amen. He said, Are oh, you going you gonna to tell my plans? <laughs> Got me blaming my folks? <laughs> yeah, you need to find somebody going to spy him out. We're going to go get him. 
Is that what happened? Look at verse 14. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. He sent everything at Elijah. <laughs> Surrounded the whole city. When they say, a man of God, listen to me now. He's going to send everything at you. Huh? When you, when you busting up that, that hell, hellish kingdom of his, he's going to send everything at you. Amen. <laughs> you see what this king of Syria did? Surrounded the whole city. Be like, we got us surrounded. What's the scripture say? We pent in on every side. Huh? <laughs> he's warning us. Look at verse 15. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? What he's saying, what we going to do? We surrounded by a host of Syrians huh? coming to get you, Elijah. What we going to do, Elijah? Look at verse 16. And he answered. This is what I love about the Lord. When we surround it, this is what the Lord say to us. Fear not. <laughs> For they that be with you, with us, are more than they that be with them. <laughs> See, the man of God, the prophet of God, the seer, is letting his servant know. We outnumber them and I know that servant is like what in the world they got the whole city surrounded what are you talking about we outnumber them we doomed that's what the servant was thinking this is not gonna work and Elijah did what I do and Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire, round about Elijah. <laughs> now, what's more important, saints? The seen world or the unseen world? Ooh, if we can only see what's going on in the background. We don't see it. Amen. But if you born again, you can see it. Amen. He knew. He was confident. But the servant wasn't. The servant, Elijah's servant, like, we don't know what we're going to do. Look out, look out there. They got us all the way surrounded the whole city. Then his eyes got open. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to show you how much more important it is the unseen world than the world that you can see, saints. I'm letting you on, on, in on what's going on in the background for God's people who walk by faith and not by sight. The background is way more important than what you see. Thank you, Jesus. Now, for your homework, because we pressed today, I'm not going to read it all. I want you all to see. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. I want you all to open your eyes so you can see. Amen. Amen. 
So the homework is to finish this chapter. Amen. Now I want to quickly clear up a misconception concerning baptism, which we had a Zoom meeting and Bishop Clark so eloquently uh, uh, really pointed it out. I mean, graciously, beautifully, that baptism is not what saves you. Okay. That's what you, you got to know that. You, you, don't, you can't get saved by baptism. See, some think in order to be saved, you got to be baptized. That's not the case. Amen. Faith in Jesus Christ is what saves you. Amen. You know all that stuff out that born again? That's what saves you. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. So then why would we need to be baptized? <laughs> right? Why we got to do it? Why should we do it? Because it's a symbol, saints. It's an outward expression that you are a born follower of Jesus Christ. It's proof. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes we have to prove some things to some folks. <laughs> it's proof. It's just an open expression. Of who you belong to. Oh, thank you. Let me give it to you like this. Because you all remember when I preached that message about us uh, being born again. We are all married to God. There's nobody single in here unless you're not born again. <laughs> if you're born again, you are married. Amen. Amen. Jesus, who's Jesus coming back for? Bride. His bride. Us. We're married to him. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> we are the bride of Christ, and he's going to return for us. But water baptism is like a wedding ring. And remember when I married the, the brothers back there? I said, what do you all have as a token of your love? And they said, the rings. Amen. Water baptism is the ring. It shows everybody. See this ring right here? I belong to her. <laughs> when you get baptized, you know what it says? I belong. So when the devil come at you accusing you of everything in the, in the, in the kitchen sink, and that's what he does. The Bible says he accuses the brethren day and night. Amen. And after he get done with all that foolishness, then Jesus stepped forth. He said, yeah, you know, he, he don't love you. He did this last week. He did that, blah, blah, blah. And then Jesus just take this bowl and stand and says, but I died for him. <laughs> Woo! That trumps everything. <laughs> I shed my blood for him. I paid that debt already a long time ago. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo, our God is something else, isn't he? <laughs> So we need that wedding ring. Now let me say this about the wedding ring. What if I take it off? I'm not baptized. I took it off. There you go. I'm still married to her. Huh? And that's what the bishop was saying. If you don't get baptized, you're still married to God. Huh? This is, this is not going to save you. It's for the saved folks who want to make that outward statement. I belong to you, Lord. That's who it's for. Amen. Oh, thank you. Oh, you got that. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. 
And Jesus is our example. You all do know that, right? And what did he say? John the Baptist was like, no, I can't baptize you. I, I shouldn't even be lacing your shoes. Jesus said, no, no, no. You're going to baptize me. Amen. You know my saying. Jesus know how it go. Okay? Please. If you see him do it, he's our example. You do it. Even if you understand it. Well, Jesus did it. I know. Amen. I'm doing it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Baptism. Now, water baptism is it's, it's, uh, faith in action, saints. It's a confirmation of who we belong and who we are in Christ. Amen. Amen. A symbol of his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Amen. Amen. So that's what we're doing today, saints of God. And we got some great candidates. Amen. Some who I've been faithful and say, hey, I want to take it deeper. See, like I took you a little deeper. That's what you're doing with your life. Say, I'm going to put that ring on and wear my ring so everybody can know. Oh, Lord, have mercy. They're going to be looking at you. You're peculiar. You're a peculiar person. <laughs> then you used to snap and go off and do this and that. How is he just standing there when these things are going on? You're peculiar. What happened to you? <laughs> oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. What I got in time, Bishop? 1205. Okay. So I always have to put this out there. Anybody here who's not born again after we went through that? Huh? You just said, hey, I, I'm just not going to receive Christ as my personal Savior and Lord. I don't need him. I could do this by myself. <laughs> huh? Because the wedding is going on right now. <laughs> you know? You know, when the king came out and the wedding was going on and he saw somebody out there without the wedding garment, he said, where's, where's the garment? Oh, no, I'm big and bold. I got good, good works to get me in. Please don't think like that. Your works are like a filthy rag to the Lord. You need Jesus. The one after that accuser keep accusing you day and night. You need that one to stand up there and say, yeah, but I died for him. If you don't have that, you don't have nothing. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to give you one more example. I think God is tugging at somebody. I'm going to give you one more example. When I step before that throne, I'm not going to be talking about none of the good works Pastor Rudy did. Not a one. You know what I'm going to be doing? Thanking him for Christ. What a plan you have, Father. Send your son to die. For, what kind of, oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for going all the way, Lord. Saving a wretch like me. That's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm not pointing at Pastor Rudy at all. <laughs> but what about when you, those folks got saved and you, that's beautiful. But I'm talking about Jesus. Not my will, but your will be done. Get that in your spirit. Get, that'll get a lot of pressure off of you. Huh? We, some of us got the weight of the world on us because we're trying to do it by ourselves. Don't do it by yourself. Amen. <laughs> Don't be self-righteous. Ooh, they can't stand it when you're self-righteous. 
Oh, I'm so good. I can keep the whole law. And then as the scripture said, if you break one law, you broke all of them. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, everybody know Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm going to stand in that. I'm going to thank God for all of you all again for this great day. And uh, I do want to just pray a couple of prayers. I want you all to join me in prayer. Uh, and just for my slothfulness, you know, I was at a person's house yesterday and, and it, it was unctioning in my spirit to go see this person that had been sick. And uh, I was thinking about today. Oh, I mean, I just got to get everything ready for the baptismal that we got to do when I got to do this and I'll see them later. And then they told me today they passed away. Don't be, don't be, when, when, it's, when the spirit puts something in you to go do something, please go do it. And I got to learn that. I'm bad at that. I promise you I am. It, the spirit will put something in. Sometime I'll do it, but sometime I missed it. And yesterday I missed it again. My son came and first thing he told me when he walked in, he said, Rosalie passed away this morning at five o'clock. I said, please slap me. Because I, I, the spirit said, go see her. And I said, no, it's only one car over there. They probably busy. I'm not going to. Don't do it. Okay? Father, I lift the family of Rosalie up to you right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for them, Lord. I pray that you give them wisdom, Father. And with all they're getting, that they get understanding. I pray that your peace and comfort overtake them, Lord. And they make wise decisions right now, Father. It's concerning her, Lord. I repent. I'm sorry, Lord, that I missed it. Whatever that work you have for me to do, I missed it, Lord. And I repent right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Keep giving me another chance and another chance, Lord. I'm going to get this thing right. Thank you, Lord. Somebody said that you, you gave us fresh grace and mercy today. And I surely needed it. So I give you the glory. I give you the praise. I give you the honor right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, saints. Anybody else? Anybody need prayer in here before I uh, call up our Bishop Clark here? Gwen Smith. Now, what, what's going on with Gwen Smith? They give her two days to live. Father, you know all things. I don't know Gwen Smith, but I feel like this is another opportunity. I feel like you're answering my prayer even now. You know all things. You know what Gwen Smith needs before I even ask you. You said when I pray for somebody I don't know, always first ask that they might be saved. So, Father, I pray that Gwen Smith might be saved. Then I put her in your hand. I'm going to cast our cares in onto you, Lord, because you said you care for us, Lord. So you asked us to cast our cares. I, I, I cast Miss Gwen Smith to you now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Have your way with her, Lord. Use her mightily for your glory, Lord. I pray for her family. That you comfort them, that you give them peace in the midst of this storm that they must be going to, through. Knowing that she was, has been given two days. But you are the only one who know the date and the time, Father. So, I just thank you for what you're doing for her even now while I'm speaking, Father. And I give you the glory, give you all the praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen.